RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents Transcribe, the Phil Harris, Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris, Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, and Whitfield, Walter Scharf and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Christmas shopping can be very difficult, especially when you're looking for something different for someone. Today, Phil runs into just that sort of a problem. More about that later. First, a word from RCA Victor. You'll get a big vote of thanks from the entire family if you give them RCA Victor television this Christmas, especially if it's a deluxe set like the RCA Victor Rockingham console. Your wife will be proud of its magnificent Regency styling that's highlighted by the beautifully grained full-length doors. The children will love the huge view of their favorite shows. And you'll all appreciate the dependable performance that has made RCA Victor the world's most owned television. The Rockingham console is the ultimate in quality. RCA Victor 21-inch television deluxe. It's priced at $495, slightly higher in the far west and south. And it's more than worth it. For in addition to the exclusive magic monitor circuit system, RCA Victor Television Deluxe has more tubes, more interference traps, and an extra reserve of power to pull in pictures in even the toughest reception areas. See the entire line of RCA Victor Television at your dealers tomorrow. Prices start as low as $199.95. And remember, all RCA Victor sets are equipped with genuine, high-quality RCA Picture Tubes. RCA picture tubes have an improved electron gun and superfine phosphor screen to assure you of the finest pictures. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Phil Harris. With the holidays rapidly approaching, the Harrises, like a good many other people, are doing their Christmas shopping. Elliot has gone along with them to a local department store. And now as we look in, they've about finished after a full day of shopping. Come on, fellas, let's get out of here. We've gotten everything we needed. Where did they go now? Oh, there they are. Phil! Phil, come on, we're all through. What are you doing at that counter? I didn't get anything from my mother yet, and I just saw something she might like. Um, hey, mister. Yes, sir? How much is that reversible wigwam? $37.50. Bill, what kind of a present is that for your mother? Mom will love it, especially when I have it carpeted with wall-to-wall buffalo skins. (laughs) I'll take it, mister. Very well, sir. Shall I send it directly to the reservation? (laughs) Don't be a wise guy. My mother don't live on no reservation. Then where shall I deliver it? To her cave in the Hollywood Hills. (laughs) Please, Alice, please. Mister, just send it to her home. It goes to Mrs. Hiawatha Harris. (laughs) Care of the Happy Hunting Ground Trailer Camp and Barbecue Pit. You can't miss it. They use bears for bellboys. <laughs> now, if I could only find something for Dad. Hey, Curly, here's something your father could use. Yeah, that looks nice. What is it? Combination tomahawk and beer can opener. 
Now he has two of those. Come on, boys. It's time to go home. All right, all right. I'll be back later, mister, when I haven't got these pale-faced kibitzers with me. Come on. Oh, let's hurry. I want to get out of this crowd. I'm getting a headache, and I... Phil? Phil, isn't that Mr. and Mrs. Scott on the other side of that tie counter? Where? Oh, yeah. Hey, I wonder what our sponsor's doing here. I... Hey, that reminds me. I didn't buy him a Christmas present yet. Curly, are you going to exchange gifts with him again this year after what happened last year? You're right. What happened last year? I went out and got him a solid gold cigarette case, and he bought me a plastic hop-along Cassidy wallet. <laughs> I'll get him something inexpensive. Now, Phil, that's not the right attitude. You have to get your sponsor something nice. Yeah, I guess so. But what can I get for him? How about one of those 29-cent ties over there? Well, that's more than I wanted to spend <laughs> Oh, well, it's a business gift and it's deductible, I guess I'll go over and buy one That awful red and white tie in the center there ought to look good on him Hey, Alice, you wait here while Elliot and I go over and get that tie Well, I think we've got everything we need Just charge it all to Mrs. Clyde Scott well, Come on, Cora, let's get out of here My feet are killing me I guess we can go, dear. We've got presents for all our relatives and our friends, and... Wait a minute, Clyde. You forgot about Phil Harris. I know, and let's keep it that way. <laughs> but, Clyde, you and Mr. Harris always exchange gifts. Oh, I suppose so, but what can I get him? Oh, I see just the thing at that cheap tie counter. <laughs> that red and white monstrosity ought to look good on him. <laughs> Excuse me, Cora, while I get it. Yeah, well, it's 29 cents. A little too good for him. But I'll splurge. Uh, Clerk, Clerk, will, will you, you please wrap, wrap up that red and white... Mr. Scott! Harris, Harris wh what are you doing here? Oh, I'm Christmas shopping, and uh, and you? Christmas shopping? Are you going to buy this tie for somebody? This tie? <laughs> I wouldn't buy this thing for my worst enemy. He would. <laughs> Well, if it isn't Rudolph, the red-nosed guitar player <laughs> What are you trying to do, Scotty? Start a fight with me just before Christmas so you won't have to buy me a present? Uh, Mr. Lewis, I am not that kind of a person I don't need an excuse not to buy you a present If I didn't want to buy you a present, I wouldn't And I didn't <laughs> Suppose you didn't buy Curly anything either Elliot, please Mr. Scott, forgive him for being so rude You don't have to buy me anything if you don't want to I'm sure if you wanted to, you would Didn't you? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, are you finished buying Christmas presents for everybody, Mr. Scott? Uh, yes, yes, I bought all the presents for my friends, relatives, and uh, business associates how about you? Oh, yes. I've bought everything, uh, especially for my business associates. I spent quite a lot of money on presents for my business associates this year. Oh, so did I. Oh. Well, so long, Harris. I'll uh, see you soon. Bye, Miss Scott. Hey, Elliot. Hmm? Did you hear that? He said he bought all of his presents already, and he spent a lot of money. Yeah. He probably bought me a very expensive gift. <laughs> Now I can't buy him something cheap But I wish I knew what he spent on me So I'd know what to spend on him Hey, why don't we just drop by his house? 
Maybe you could pump him subtly while I snoop through the presents he just bought. <laughs> yeah, and if we could see the size of the present he bought me, maybe I could judge what it is and I... Hey, come on, we'll tell Alice. Where is she? Well, there she is over there, surrounded by all those people. Her fans must have recognized her. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's don't disturb her. She looks like she's getting ready to sing. Does she always sing in department stores? <laughs> Just around Christmas. She picks up a little extra money that way. <laughs> It takes an earthquake to move a mountain It takes a typhoon to churn up the sea But what does it take to make you take to me? It takes a heat wave to melt an iceberg It takes a blossom to bother a bee But what does it take to make you take to me? You could have your way Any way you want You could have the moon The moon, the moon Anything you say Anything you say Only say it soon When you're around it takes a feather To knock me over It takes a nitwit to tell you I'm free Cause baby I'm just your humble servant Making this bourbon plea what does it take to make you take to me, to me, to me, to me? We don't believe in letting problems hang around and solve. But oh, isn't this involved? It takes a windstorm to blow down buildings. It takes a shipwreck to create debris. But what does it take to make you take to me? It takes a rainstorm to melt a snowdrift. It takes a big ship to sail on the sea. I know, but what does it take to make you take to me? You could have your way. You could have the moon. Anything you say, only say it soon. When you're around, it takes a feather to knock me over. It takes a nitwit to tell you I'm free Cause baby I'm just your humble servant Making this bourbon plea What does it take to make you take to me? My, this Christmas shopping certainly is exhausting. Yes, where do you want me to put all these Christmas gifts you bought, Cora? Oh, just put them down here, dear. I'll stack them in the hall closet. Oh, uh, Clyde, shall I leave room on the shelf for your present to me? Oh, that won't be necessary. I have your present out in the garage in a crate. In a crate? Oh, Clyde, did you get me another television set? You mean I've given you one for Christmas before? For Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Sadie Hawkins Day, and Groundhog Day. <laughs> we have a house full of television sets. Oh, don't exaggerate. Ours is just the normal American home of ten rooms and 48 television sets. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of presents, I don't see anything here for me. I'm getting you something, but it might not be here for Christmas. I ordered an ivory elephant for your miniature collection. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, dear. That ivory elephant is something I really do want. It will complete my miniature animal collection. Now, can't they possibly have it for Christmas? Well, the man from the jungle art shop's going to call me. They may have it for Christmas, and he'll let me know. Uh, oh, by the way, Clyde, I don't see the present you bought for Mr. Harris. Where is it? Well, I didn't get him that tie. I'll have to buy him something else. Why? Well, I met him in the store, and he as much as said he already bought my present and paid a lot for it. I wish I knew just how much he paid so I'd know how much to spend on him. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get it, dear. Wish there was some way to find out what Harris bought me. Oh, hello, Mr. Scott. Hiya, Scotty. Oh, hello, Harris. Lewis, come on in. I'm glad you dropped in, Harris. Uh, what are you doing in the neighborhood? Oh, I was just passing by, and I thought I'd stop in and see if you had anything at your house that you wanted me to deliver to my house. Uh, have you? Well, that depends. Do you have anything from your house that you want to leave at my house? Well, that little bit of dialogue got you both no place fast. <laughs> now that uh, you mention it, Mr. Scott, uh, I do have something at my house to be delivered to your house, but... Not until Christmas morning. Catch on? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me, Harris, will you be able to bring it over yourself, or is it too big for one man to carry? <laughs> well, I guess it would take two men. Uh, you know, those expensive things are very heavy. Uh, perhaps the same two men who carry the package from my house to your house could carry another package from your house to my house? Or will you need more than two men? <laughs> well, yes, I guess I would. The thing I'm sending over to your house is very big. It would take at least eight men to carry it. <laughs> Eight men? Well, come to think of it, uh, the thing I have for you is a lot bigger than I thought. I don't know if it could be lifted by ten men, even. <laughs> what do you think, Elliot? I doubt it. We'll probably have to float it over. <laughs> if we put a tugboat on each side and one in back... All right, can... all right. <laughs> Mr. Scotty's exaggerating. The thing I've got isn't that big. It's very expensive, but it isn't that big. Uh, expensive, eh? You mean it costs somewhere in the neighborhood of... Uh... Easy. <laughs> that much, eh? Mm. Well, you must have gone overboard almost as much as I did. You mean you spent... Oh, at least. <laughs> Fellas, I don't think either one of you can afford that much. <laughs> the figures you're mentioning are unheard of. At least I ain't heard them since... Clyde, <laughs> 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 you please come on to the car and help me carry in some more packages. 
packages. Uh, yes, yes, dear. Excuse me, Harris. I'll be right back. Don't go away. I want to finish our conversation. Finish it? I'm waiting for him to start it. <laughs> Come on, Curly. Let's get out of here. Yeah, huh? I guess we might as well. I don't think we're going to find out what he got me so that... Hey, wait a minute. I better answer the phone for Scotty. Mm. Hello? Hello. May I speak to Mrs. Scott, please? Well, she's busy right now. Can I have her call you back? No, just give her this message. Tell her the jungle shop called, and we can't get that elephant she wanted for her husband for Christmas. Okay. I better write this down and... What'd he say? <laughs> oh, I couldn't have heard him right. Heard what? The jungle shop just called and said they won't be able to get Mr. Scott the elephant he wants for Christmas. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, well, I guess one can't have everything. <laughs> Now tell me what the man really said, Curly. That's what he said. He said he said... Well, it must be a gag of some sort. Who'd be crazy enough to order an elephant? <laughs> Better put these packages in the closet with the others, Clyde. And we... Oh, hello, Mr. Harris. Mr. Lewis. Hello, Miss Scott. Hi, Miss Scott. Did I hear the phone ring while we were outside? Yeah, yeah, but it's just a gag, Scotty. Somebody called and said they were from the jungle shop and they can't get that elephant Mrs. Scott ordered for you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get my elephant. Oh, nuts. I counted on having that elephant. <laughs> Counted on it? Yes, yes. Now my whole Christmas will be ruined. Oh, he's ready for the fruitcake. <laughs> now, Cora, this is your fault. If you'd ordered my elephant earlier, I would have had it. Oh, well, I'm sorry, dear. But don't worry. Perhaps I can get you a giraffe instead. I don't want a giraffe. I just want my elephant. I think he's being unreasonable. <laughs> Spoiled, probably an only child. Yeah. Come on, let's get out of here fast. Goodbye, Scotty. Yeah, so long, Miss Scott. Hey, Curly, what do you suppose made him flip his lid like that? I don't know. But let's get in the car and go home. And I still don't know what Scotty's getting me for Christmas. What difference? You'll just have to go out and buy him something that you hey, think... Hey, wait a minute. What? Hey, Elliot. What? Look back there. Look in the garage. Yeah? You see that big crate? What about it? It says RCA Victor Television set on it. You know something? Some time ago, I mentioned to Scotty that I'd like to have a new television set, and I'll bet that's what he bought me for Christmas. Well, if that's it, let's put it in the car and take it home. Wait a minute. <laughs> Can't do that. But listen, ain't that nice of Scotty to spare no expense to get me what I wanted? That does it, Elliot. If my boss was nice enough to get me what I wanted, I'm going to get him what he wants. What's that? An elephant. <laughs> He had his heart set on an elephant, and that's what I'm doing. Easy, Curly. Down, boy. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. We only have one problem. Where do we go shopping for an elephant? Oh, well, that's no problem. Let's go over and see Smiling Sabu, the used elephant dealer. <laughs> all right, all right, he has all right. a 1942 pachyderm that belonged to an old maid in Calcutta. <laughs> Practically new. She never had it out of the Taj Mahal. You're getting wild, Cecil. You're getting wild. <laughs> there must be some place where... Hey, I got it. There's an animal farm out in the valley. They rent all kinds of animals to the movies, and they're bound to have an elephant there. I'm going out tomorrow and look. Oh, don't put it off, Curly. You don't want to get caught in that last-minute elephant shopping rush. <laughs> Heavens, no. 
I'll do it today. Come on, Elliot. Let's you and I go out to that animal farm and buy that elephant. kind of silly walking down the street leading an elephant. <laughs> People are going to think I'm nuts. All right, all right. Give me the chain. I'll leave Jingles for a while. <laughs> Jingles? She reminds me of Andy Devine. <laughs> she ain't quite as big, but she's young yet. <laughs> hey, Al, I sure got a good buy on this elephant. I got her without a trade-in, too. Oh. Quiet. Hey, quiet, Jingles. Everybody's looking at us and laughing. Let them laugh. Let them laugh. It's going to be worth it just to see that happy look on Scotty's face when I deliver his presents. You know, he's bound to be thrilled when I... Oh, no. Stop the elephant. Stop the elephant. How do you stop an elephant? <laughs> How do I know? Tripper or something. <laughs> Let her see your red nose. Stop the elephant. All right. Whoa, Jingles. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Why do you want her stopped? Look who's coming up the street. Julius. Ooh. <laughs> That's all we need. When he sees us with this stopped elephant, he'll really let us have it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I got an idea. Hmm? Now, listen. We just won't let him see it. Elliot, you hide the elephant in back of him. Okay. <laughs> what was that again? I said hide the... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. <coughs> hey, wait a minute. I got a better idea. What? If we don't say nothing about the elephant, maybe he won't notice it. <laughs> this is a better idea? <laughs> Curly, let's face it, you can't ignore an elephant I guess you're right Well, we're just gonna have to take it, that's all And we're gonna get it pretty heavy from this guy Hold on, here he comes Hiya, fellas Say, I haven't seen you two around for a week or so What's new? <laughs> Don't you, uh, see anything, kid? Nope <laughs> Maybe he's got his head on backwards. <laughs> Julius, um, do you feel all right? Yeah, why? Well, uh, don't you notice anything unusual about us? No, I don't see nothing. Oh, yeah. Why are you walking down the street with that chain in your hand? <laughs> Julius, uh, this ain't just a chain. Uh, there's something on the other end of it. I know, but you ain't gonna get me to admit I see an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Look, kid, this is an elephant. I just bought it. Mr. Harris, I hope you won't think I'm unsophisticated. But why did you buy an elephant? 
Well, I... Now, when you answer, try not to unhinge me little mind. (laughs) (laughs) You guys already got the hinges loosened to the breaking point. (laughs) Now then, think it over carefully and tell me, why did you buy an elephant? So I can give it to my boss for a Christmas present? That's it! I'm telling you the truth I'm giving it to my boss Mr. Harris Do you mean to stand there And tell me You're gonna give your boss This elephant for Christmas? It's ridiculous What's ridiculous about it? It ain't gift wrap (laughs) You know the kid's right, Curly Maybe we ought to stop at Woolworths and get some tissue paper. <laughs> hey, yeah. And then we could get some red ribbon and a few bells, and then we can hang on a sprig of mistletoe. Yeah. That's what I like about these guys. They'll go along with anything. <laughs> Come on, let's get this thing over to Scott's house and get rid of it. Come on, Jingles. <laughs> Look, Elliot. Yeah. Try to keep Jingles up close to the side of the house so that when Mr. Scott opens the door, he won't see her right away. I want it to be a big surprise. Oh. Quiet, Jingles. You'll give the whole thing away. Yeah. Oh, Scotty's going to be delighted with his gift. Just what he... Oh, oh, it's you again, Harris. Well, come on in and let's continue pumping each other. <laughs> Maybe this time we can find out something. No, no, Mr. Scott. I don't have to come in. I found out what I wanted to know. And if you'll just step outside here... I have a big surprise for you. A big one, eh? Oh, Harris, you didn't have to do that for me, but as long as it's here, I'll come out and see it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, now you close your eyes and give me your hand, and, and I'll lead you to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here we are. Now, open your eyes. Harris, you went out and bought me... <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's your Christmas present. It's the elephant you wanted. Merry Christmas, Scotty. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Here's a song from Eddie Fisher's new album and a word from RCA Victor. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with a Christmas card I write May your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases White Christmas, a favorite every year about this time And just one of the wonderful songs in RCA Victor's new holiday album Christmas with Eddie Fisher Backed by the Hugo Winterhalter Orchestra and Chorus, Eddie Fisher puts the Christmas mood to music. He sings eight Yuletide favorites, ranging from Here Comes Santa Claus and Jingle Bells to the beloved Silent Night. And he sings them all with the same natural style that has made him one of our top vocalists. 
The entire album of eight holiday songs is available on two RCA Victor 45 extended play records and costs only $2.80. Let Eddie Fisher brighten the Christmas season for you. Get his new RCA Victor album, Christmas with Eddie Fisher, at your record dealers tomorrow. Driver Lois Corbin and Gail Gordon. A part of Julius was played by Walter Tetler. Say, Curly, what's this note mean? Pick up Lindsay. Who's this guy, Lindsay? Lindsay's no guy. A girl? Curly, I'm stunned, shocked, surprised. Easy, boy, easy. That's the name of the RCA Victor Radio I'm giving Alice for Christmas. Sure, Curly, sure. Well, I can prove it. I'll tell you about it. It's an extra-powerful RCA Victor table radio. It has the golden throat tone system, comes in a swell-looking plastic cabinet. It's low-priced, has an extra-large antenna, and furthermore... Okay, okay, you convinced me. In fact, I'll buy RCA Victor's Lindsay table radio myself. Now you got the Christmas spirit. Who's it for? A very deserving fellow. Me. Tonight, hear Theater Guild on the air over NBC.